Hey guys. This is another episode of Who I Do in the second part to the episode from last week. We hope you enjoy it. But if you didn't listen to last week's episode, do that first and then hit play on this one. Exactly. So okay. <laughs> now enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to do that with my dad. He likes me, ghosts. Um, he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my mom does, but we'll, we'll figure something out. Right. <laughs> um, okay. For the first dance, what songs are people going to? I feel like the major song you mentioned earlier is very popular. And we've actually kind of laughed about that on a previous episode um, because... My, this is of course the time where my dogs decide to do all the barking but um <laughs> we were talking to candace a bride who and we were asking her what songs did she played during her wedding and um she was purposely steering away from like major and best part because she Speaking felt like loud. yeah she felt like all of those songs were the super super popular song she had heard a thousand times um so granted i mean there could be differences up north um but what are some popular uh first dance songs are they all recent are people going like are they throwing it back to the 90s or even before i'm finding that most of them are recent um so of course uh the songs that you mentioned yeah like major is a number one pick but you know I, and i feel like i'm probably ruining this this interview because i i i steer away from trends right i you know i, I think trends are, are wonderful but i kind of steer away from them so I, if i hear that they're like you know what we were kind of just deciding to go with thinking out loud or um this is why i love you and they don't sound like there's any meaning to it other, other than it's the song to play, um, that's when I like to ask questions like, well, what's the song that you guys first danced to? I don't care what, what the so if it's a, a ballad or not. Like, it's, it means a lot to you guys. Now, um, I've had Best Part, you know, by um, Daniel Caesar. Um, I've even had, a, I've even played some reggae's, um, like Barris Hammond, I Feel Good, which is, um, it's, it, it's not a ballad, but it's also not like a turn up song. It just, it's just like a feel good song. Um, what else? Uh, uh, music soul child until I've played that a few times as well. But, um, I, I try to, again, I try to, I try to get the couple thinking about what's, what, what's meaningful to them. So I, you know, as I'm going through my list of songs here, I see that I don't have a lot of repeat songs because this is why I love you doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. You know what I mean? And so since we're trying to personalize their day, mm -hmm. um, you know, I say, come on guys, let's, let's think about what was playing over the radio. Can you remember what was playing over the radio when you guys first kissed or when you first um, held hands or, when you first said, you know, you declared your love for, for him or for her, 
what was playing or what what's what movies were were out and so we'll we'll talk about the movies and they'll say yeah you know what and that'll start to trigger memories yeah we went to the movies we, the, the the song that was playing was such and such song so i'll say let's go with that and so it has a lot of meaning to them to me that's what again i i, I say this so many so many times that's what matters most is not what's what's trending at the moment um for some of my Latinos that may be listening. Um, I've even played, you know, like a, a merengue or, or a bachata that, that just happens to have some meaning to them. So um, again, I, I really don't have a particular song that's like the number one song. Because if you look at my, I wish I had a way that I could show you my Serato. You'll see that if I type in first dance, um, it, it pulled up like, you know, 150 songs i think i is what i'm seeing here about 150 songs um because i i try not to repeat the same things just because it's what's it's what's trending you know what i mean if it has no meaning to you guys why why are we using it that's real that's real so i hope i'm not like ruining this oh, no, no 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 you're this good <laughs> Really enjoying it because it, it makes it fun, right? That's what you want it to be, a unique experience, as unique as your relationship, as unique as your Absolutely. day, as unique as your ceremony. So it makes perfect sense to me, man. That's Absolutely. That's definitely me. I mean, yeah. even like with how we've been planning, I've been purposefully trying to steer away from certain um, things that I've noticed because I felt like, it's just trite and it doesn't have a real meaning to us. It's just like, oh, that is a thing of the moment or that is a song of the moment. Um, so you trust me, you are perfectly fine. <laughs> you're and, talking to the like right I people. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like I mentioned before, um, I get a lot of requests to do special tracks, like special personalized tracks. And the first time I did it, um, probably was probably several years ago um so now the couple they love Coldplay, um and so the song that they wanted to dance to was um because uh, you're a star uh, what's the name of that song let, let me look at i'm sorry um Coldplay, uh, a sky full of stars mm. right now the thing is she the bride had also asked me can we you know can we somehow go from that into a salsa track? Because they also love salsa. She, mm-hmm. she, she's a salsa dancer. And so just for her, he was willing to, to learn some choreography. And so I said, you know what? I'll, I'll do one better. I, I'm going to convert this song into a salsa for you. How I did it, I don't even know to this day because A Sky Full of Stars is this really up-tempo house yeah. song. It's like, boom, 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 boom. And so she was like, wow, Mike, if you can work that out, you're amazing. And so, <laughs> um, and so yeah, that's exactly what I did, man. I, I, I wrote an arrangement, um, some trumpets, some saxes, you know, percussion, went into the studio and we recorded it just for them. And so to this day, they're, they're able to, pull up that track and say, wow, he, he did that just for us. And so if I, if I go to my Serato right now and I type in first dance, I have probably, I'm probably looking at um, 20 or 25 songs that are custom just for, just for the clients. 
Wow. So that's dope. If, if there was a trend, that would probably be the trend for Mike Music. It would probably be uh, uh, special remixes just for the client. No one else can say they have, they've danced to that song. Like a fingerprint. That is so cool. Exactly. Exactly. That is so cool. Yeah, awesome. All right. So at this point of the day, the wedding day, you've gotten all the formalities out of the way. It's time to turn up. So I know you may not have particular songs because you like to make everything unique and tailored to the couple, but what's your method to get folks on the dance floor to let them know it's time to party, time to take this thing to the next level? What's going through your mind and how do you line that up and set that up to take things to the next level? Okay. I like to start a little old school because I'm, I'm old school at heart. Um, and, and there's also a science behind that. Like if I start back in the seventies, for instance, with maybe some Luther, um, I don't know who else, uh, maybe some, some Jackson five or something like that. What it does is it gets the older crowd up first, okay. right? It, it gets them up because nine out of 10 times by the time 11 o'clock rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, they get up and go, got up and left. They're ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I, I want, why shouldn't they have a good time as well? Right. So let's, let's, let's get them up on the floor. And what's great about, 70s and like 80s music and that good soul soulful music is that even the younger crowd they they dance to it so everyone's on the floor everyone's on the floor but let's say if i started off with some cardi b grandma is not gonna dance to cardi b (laughs) you know if i threw on some bodak yellow or drip or you know she they're not gonna dance to that i don't see grandpa dancing to that so i like to start off um with some some old some old school tracks and then I work my way up from there. Um, Again, being from Brooklyn, we do listen to like a lot of reggae and soca around here. So I might go from a Luther Vandross, never too much where, or or what I like to call a family reunion set, right? Where we're playing like the candies and never too much. And before I let go, I'll do a nice little set like that, maybe 15 minutes or so. And then, depending on the crowd, I might transition from there to maybe a little old school hip hop, you know, but again, it it really does depend on the crowd. I like to start off old and work my way up to the newer songs. But again, it depends on the crowd because I, you know, I have had couples say, you know, we're not really big on the Migos and Cardi and all these people who are out right now. We're, We're not really big on that. Can we stick to like the 90s and the 2000s? And I'm like, that's perfect. Because that's, that's really where my heart is. You know, <laughs> I love to hear um, it's all about the Benjamins and some Lil' Kim up in there, you know, mm-hmm. crush on you. Like well, I, that. Yes. Oh, I, knew, I knew it before. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is like, ah. That's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm getting like, goose pimples right now just, yes. just thinking about the energy that we used to have back in the day and when i say back in the day i'm talking about like the 90s era you know right, right. The, the music yeah. was just it was so different we we enjoyed yeah. actually dancing yeah. a good time. like right now because it's the, the bpms you know the, the songs are a lot slower it's more of a two-step and you're kind of just like back up against the wall flossing you kind of like you know um, just just doing your own little two-step. It's hard to dance to. So when I do have the opportunity to, to play some 90s or some, you know, some Peaches and Cream and that sort of, that ever right around there, oh, 
I, I love that. So the more I get to play that, the better. <laughs> nice. Yes. But I do like to increase the intensity as the night goes. Love it. Makes perfect sense to me. Love okay. it. So, so as you're facilitating things throughout the reception, what do you, what's your ideal role? Are you more of the MC kind of giving the crowd direction and talking to them, talking back? Or are you looking more to have the music do the talking? I think I'm a, I think I'm a healthy mix of the two. I'm not one of those DJs that won't talk at all, but I'm not funk flex either. You know, okay. <laughs> and I'm, I hate to throw him in the mix. Sorry, sorry flex. Um, but yeah, I'm not one of those guys that's constantly stopping the track and playing the track and then stopping and rewind it. And then come on, everybody, put your hands up. You know, right. I, I think I'm a healthy mix of, of the two. I do like to let the music speak for itself. Yeah. But I will engage the crowd when it matters most, when it matters most is what I'll say. So I may be, I may be doing an old school set and I might just say something like, yo, y'all remember this? Boom. And drop the next track. And that's when you hear the, oh, that moment right there is what I live for. And so I let the music speak for itself. I, I'm, I, 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 I try to stay away from being a um, chatterbox up on the mic. But when I see that the crowd is um, just needs to needs to be coached a little bit more, I will do a little bit of coaching. I, I, I use what I call some of my cheat songs, which are like the line dances. Um, that to me kind of gets the crowd up and it, it also allows my MC to, to engage the crowd. That's another thing. Um, I'm old school in the sense that I, I, I travel with an MC. Shout out to AD Scholar. He's, he's a dope, dope MC. Um, he's a comic, so he also, you know, he's also able to, to break the ice with okay, the crowd yeah. and, and, you know, crack a few jokes here and there and get, get them laughing and smiling. Um, so we'll, we'll use those cheat songs like a couple, um, like maybe a cha-cha slide or a wobble or something like that yeah. um, for, the, for, for those folks who kind of need to be coached a little bit more. Got it. Um, how do you gauge the energy of guests? Like, do you care if people are dancing or not? I absolutely do. Oh, okay. If I, if I see a crowd that's not really engaged, I take it personally. Um, and I know I shouldn't. After all of these years, I, I know the science behind having a good party. I know that lighting matters. I know that having a small dance floor matters. But sometimes when I see that, um, that the crowd is just not engaged for whatever reason, maybe the dance floor is too big. I've, I've done weddings where, you know, you, you had 100 people in, in attendance, but they chose a venue with a room that accommodates 500 people. So, of course, it feels like they're just in this vast, you know, this, this canyon. Uh, um, so it's hard to get people to, 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 to dance in that situation. So I take it personally, um, but yeah, I, I, I try not to. Um, and so what we do is AD and I, we'll, we'll have like a huddle. And it's like, all right, Mike, I think what we should do is the following. And, you know, we'll, we'll throw out a song there. And if that kind of works, I can see from the, uh, the tapping of the feet, or I can see like they're moving their shoulders in their seats. I'm like, all right, I think we got them. We got them. So let's, let's just coach him. Let's just coach him. Sometimes, you know, we'll also do the following. AD and I have like this introduction we like to do. And 
it helps us gauge what people want to listen to. What really, if you, if you go to my IG and you check out my behind the scenes highlights, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And we kind of like to gauge the crowd that way. We'll say, um, well, who remembers this era? And I'll throw maybe something on from the 70s. And then we'll work our way up from, from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s. And depending on how, on the reaction, we'll know that's the direction we're going to go in. So a lot of times, um, it, once we hit the 90s era and I throw on like maybe a biggie track, you'll see everybody like jump up out of their seats. They're like, yeah, they're, they're dancing to that. I'm like, all right, boom. That's the direction we're going to go in. We, we know. So I'm gauging from the moment everyone walks in. And another thing that AD likes to do is he likes to engage the crowd during, like, let's say, cocktail. He, he'll, he'll introduce himself and he'll talk to the wedding party. And, and by the time they walk into the reception, he, he'll say, Mike, all right, they're into such and such and they're into that. And let's, how about we go in this direction? So we're, 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 we're already gauging the crowd from the moment the first person walks into the venue. So we don't just wait for them to walk into the reception. We're, we're already formulating a game plan from the ceremony. I like that. Yeah, awesome. All right, so I, I have to ask. So sure. I know you're based out of Brooklyn, you know, tons of experience. So in your wedding experience, more so in the recent past few years, is swag surfing a big thing up north? It is. Okay. Swag surf is still huge. Yes, that's what um, I Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's still, still huge. And, and it's one of those things that I'm like, you know what, I'm happy that it is because – I believe we don't always have to be up on the, the, the latest, greatest. Just because it's a song that's like, you know, I don't know, five, six years old or whatever the case would be. If it still works, it works. Yes. You know what I mean? And I love a crowd that enjoys, that just enjoys music in general. And it doesn't have to be, oh, the latest Playboy Cardi or who, whoever. Like, you know, those are always, I find those are the hardest crowds to entertain when um what they're expecting is the latest most popping song at the time Ah, because i mean there are so many tracks from just five years ago or 10 or 20 years ago that really get the crowd going so i'm i'm really happy that swag surf is still is still popping and we have our own little special way of segueing into this into the swag surf because we kind of like to catch the crowd by surprise with it. Okay. But once they hear that, once they realize that that's where we're going, I can see the excitement. They're like, they're ready. Like it's, it's amazing how some people wait for that song to come on and you can see the excitement. Once they hear that first note, they're like, mm-hmm. yes, we're ready for this. So shout out to them, man. I mean, that's, that's that song. They hit a, they hit a home run with that song. Shout Absolutely. out to, to um, Fly. F-O-Y, yeah, man. Big shout out to them. Who would have known that that song in college would have had such <laughs> staying power over a right. decade later? Yeah. Yes. Pretty Not incredible. me. <laughs> Pretty incredible when you think about it. It oh, really gosh. is. It really is. 10 years later, 11 years later, it's, it's still popping. It's it is still popping. so popular. Every wedding we went to this summer played swag surfing. Yes, and I want did. to say one of the weddings was like, what, they were in their 50s and they played it? Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah. And it, and it works. It, 
you know, I, again, like you said, um, you know, this crowd was like in the fifties and it works. I recently did a wedding for, um, a very religious couple. Um, it was a dry wedding and, and I'd only done like one, like that was probably like my first one. And I, it had me, I was really nervous to be honest. Um, but when I played that swag surf, they were up there. Everybody was up there just <laughs> swagging and surfing nice. and swagging. So, of course, we kind of ran that a few times. <laughs> yeah, got to. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, we, we do what we have to do, right, to keep everybody on the, on the floor. Most but, definitely. Um, yeah, big shout out to them. Ten years later, 11 years, man, and, and it's still popping. How do you handle requests? Because, like, is it rude? Do you feel like, wow, I'm doing something here? Like, like I got this. Right. How um, dare you? But <laughs> <laughs> I'm the DJ, not a, right. not a uh, what do they say? I'm the DJ, not a jukebox, not a, or something. Uh, not a jukebox right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I, I'm not one of those guys, um, that feels he can't, he's too good to take requests, um, because I don't know every crowd, you know, there may be that song that I, that'll that I wasn't thinking of, but they because they requested it, it's like, oh, that's perfect. That would be perfect right now. You know, I, we're not too good to learn. And every wedding to me is a, is a, is a learning experience. I know, um, man, I forgot about this song. Let me add this one to my arsenal and I'll play it the next time around. You know, I'll, I'll play it at the next wedding. So I do take requests and I welcome them. I, I let all of my clients know that I, I welcome them. Um, AD, on the, on the other hand, if you're listening, I'm going to blow up your spot. <laughs> he, he, he likes to say, you know what? Mike music is exceptional at what he does. So if you have any requests, you know, he likes to say, um, like crumble it up and put it in your pocket. But I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind taking requests. I really don't. Um, the one thing I do ask, I, I do ask though, for those who are listening, if you're going to request a song, request a song that fits in the genre that's being played at the moment. That is a great point. You know, I, I have had people like we're, we're jamming to like Biggie and Jay or whoever, like we're just, we're rocking out to some hip hop and they'll say, Hey, you know, you haven't played any Tony Bennett. Wow. It's like, <laughs> You're correct. Exactly. That's, that's exactly my reaction. Like, wow. Um, you know, I, I thank you for the request. I, I won't necessarily play it right now because as you can see, we're, we're rocking out to, to, to some hip hop, but I'll see if I can find a way to fit it in this evening. Perhaps, are you okay with me playing it over dinner? And they'll say, that's a perfect compromise. Thank you very much. Aw. Respect. So I try, to, I try to get them in there. Um, I also do let them know that it's not a guarantee that I'll be able to get to it because by the end of the night, I've had, you know, 20 requests. I can't take everybody's requests. Now, some requests, people will, will request something like the Swag Surf, something that I'm always going to play anyway. Yeah. So they're happy about it. The, the crowd is happy about it. So it's a win-win situation. But um, I, I try to get them all in there. I do let them know that it's not a guarantee, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you already kind of answered this but um how do you generally close out the night um yeah i I like to i like to end it on a high note 
because of what I mentioned before. For those who are tuning in right now, um, the reason I like to end on a, on a high note is because most people are going to remember the first thing you played and the last thing you played. And so um, I, I, what I don't want the memory to be is um, something that's slow paced. Um, I don't want that to be the memory. I want them to be like, wow, this was a turn up and a half. I had such a good time. That's what every guest should leave saying, or like on the ride home, you know, they should be like, wow, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm, I sweat, you know, I, I sweat my, uh, my perm out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's kind of, that's, that's what I want people to say. And I, I've actually had people I've had, um, I, I try to be, I stay friends with a lot of my clients. And so they'll hit me up months later and say, people still talking about our day. Thank you so much. And, and I, I, I think a lot of that had to do with what they remember that last song being, because they won't remember everything in between. They may remember that they did the swag surf, you know, they may remember that, but that last song is what's going to stick in their memory. For sure. But we, you know, we, we have done some, um, slower paced songs, some mid tempo songs, um, celebration is, is something that, um, a lot of couples have, have requested to play, huh? uh, by cool in the gang. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what else? Um, again, I'm looking at my list and I don't have a lot of repeats, which is, which, which is really cool. But for some of the slower songs, some of them have been, um, at last by other James. Um, and another song that I think is, is really cool is on the run, you know, Jay and, and Beyonce. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I do like to, I do like to keep it up tempo if possible. High energy. Makes perfect sense. Definitely does. All right, cool. So I think we're just about wrapped up. I just have one more question uh, for you, Mike. In your experience, when you're first interacting with couples, what's typically one thing that they don't realize about the DJ or about your role in their day? What's one thing that you typically have to educate them on on the front end? Hmm. Great question. Great question. One thing that they don't realize is that there's a science to having a good party. And, I, and I, I touched up on this. There's a science to it. And I find that a lot of times when I, when I kind of break it down to them, they realize, oh, man, you're absolutely right. Um, and some of those things, I'll, I'll mention it again, I like having an intimate dance floor. Something s- small and cozy enough so that you're kind of shoulder to shoulder. You know, I don't want it to feel like it's a house party. We're not talking about a tiny five by five, you know, floor, but um, something where you're kind of bumping into the next person. And, and the reason is you don't feel alone. You don't feel like all eyes are on you. And once you feel comfortable on that floor, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just one grain of sand in this, this, in this beach, you feel comfortable. You, you kind of just let go, you let loose. Um, I find that a lot of brides tend to, or a lot of couples tend to get the venues with the biggest room possible um, because they feel, they feel actually the opposite. We don't, you know, they, they don't want um, their guests to feel like they're sitting one on top of the other. But by doing that, you, you, you make people feel like, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. I don't want to be the first person on the dance floor. That's a, that's, that's huge. I don't want to be the first person on the floor and I don't want, I don't want to feel like everybody's kind of making fun of me. They're watching me dance. So 
intimate dance floor is 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 big. Um, okay. I've also explained that um, what are, what are other things that, um, that oh that again that there's a science behind this, but a lot of my clients don't know that I do have a uh, a, a music background in terms of me playing as a musician. So I think of their soundtrack from a different set of glasses than than your average DJ would. I think that most DJs are looking at your at music like let, what what are the top ten songs that are popping right now? All right, I'm gonna put that in my list and I'm ready for your party. Um, but to me, I'm I'm listening to I'm listening to 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 I'm feeling out the vibe of the song. Um, the the harmonics of the song is that's so important people some people don't realize that a song could make you go from happy to sad just like that and you don't even know why music is that important so i'm looking at it from a different perspective and so once they hear that they they feel like okay i think they feel more comfortable in knowing that um you've got a true professional first of all behind the ones and twos um and i can I can sway your crowd just on song choices. So I think that's one of, that's also one of the things that um, a, a lot of my couples don't know going in and that, and I, I kind of educate them on that. Well said. Very nice. And my last question for you is what advice would you give a newly engaged couple that's planning to book their DJ? Uh, book them as soon as possible. Um, but also, um, do, do, do your research. I would say don't necessarily just go with, um, cousin Ray Ray, just because he's going to give you the hookup. Um, because cousin Ray Ray may not have done any weddings ever before. He may be a club DJ and the club is not a wedding. You can't treat them the same. Right, you can't just, it's not, we're not talking broad strokes here, we're talking fine strokes. We're, we're talking, um, you know, hiring the best person for that particular job. So I would say do a lot of research when you speak with your DJ or your, you know, the potential DJ. Um, ask him what he feels comfortable playing. And if he says, I play it all, that to me is a red flag because as much as I love music and, and I, I pride myself in playing all different types of genres, I will let you know in advance, I, I'll be honest enough with you to say, you know, I, I just, I don't, this, this, these particular genres aren't my fortes. They're not my strong suits. Um, so if that's really important to you, perhaps you may want to go with a different DJ. Um, and I think, by, by being that transparent, um, that segues into the next thing that I was gonna say, which is transparency is, is huge. If, if your DJ, if you don't feel like your DJ is just being totally honest, he says, he says yes to everything. Yeah, 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 I can do that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah I, I can play that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I play everything, don't worry about it. I play, I got you, don't worry about it. They're not necessarily listening to you. They're just trying to make the, make the, make the sale. So it's important that you hire someone that um, is listening to you, right, to your, your particular needs and your particular desires, and that they're comfortable being able to provide that for you. 
And that's that. That was yeah. perfect. It was. <laughs> this was Thank a wonderful you. interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You. I mean, yeah. we've been uh, trying to do this for a few months, had some schedule conflicts, but I'm glad that we were finally able to sit down and talk about wedding music. I mean, I really, really do love your approach. I love the fact that you're not simply just giving people the same wedding because their day is so unique mm-hmm. to the next. Um, Absolutely. And when, and that, I mean, honestly, that's part of why we started this um, podcast is because we really wanted to show the differences in weddings, especially black weddings um Mm -hmm. because if you scroll through instagram and any of the popular feeds to be honest they all look the same (laughs) like it's a lot of the same it's just different colors the flowers might be slightly different the invitations might be slightly different but it's because a lot of people are caught up in looking at Instagram, looking at Pinterest, looking at what so-and-so did that they know that they saw on Facebook, that they saw somewhere else and trying to one up the next person. And we've had vendors come on the show and say that like, Oh yeah, they recommended their friends to us. And then their friend was trying to one up, you know, the, the last (laughs) girl. And so, and it might not always be, it might not always be intentionally like that, but we right. want to show that there are different ways to have a wedding. I mean, there are different Absolutely. types of vendors out there. Not everyone is the exact same. Not everyone's trying to have a gaudy production. Not everyone wants to have the royalty type of aesthetic. And there is no right. shade to those that do, but there's also, there there are both ends of the spectrum. There's the backyard barbecue and then there's the like $100,000 wedding. So right, right. you can have it all. You can do it your way. But please know that you don't have to do it the way that you saw someone else do it because that's how they did it. Because Absolutely. who's to even say that they were satisfied with how it came across? It might have looked right. beautiful in the photos, but they could have hated it. Or they could have had regrets that something else, you know, like, oh, I should have done blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could play this, like, cat and mouse circle game, like, all day long. But um, right. I just love the fact that you really do care about the experience of the day and really try to make a personalized customized soundtrack to the fact of making songs that literally did not exist (laughs) before (laughs) just for someone's day i think that is just so incredible amazing yeah seriously because i mean i keep teasing ed i'm currently in love with big old freak but it's not oh, necessarily dang. the song Big Ol' Freak. I'm in love with Albie Shure's Night and Day. I've right. always loved Night and Day. Um, yep. And to find that song, like, if that song could, like, if I could honestly probably find that song in a certain way, I would possibly walk down the aisle to that song just because of what that song, when I hear it, what it means to me so knowing and because that's kind of been how I've been feeling in the last two weeks just like in talking to you tonight 
and how you've been sharing, you know, like even the, the couple that they love Coldplay, that's, you know, there aren't a lot of couples out here or couples like us that like Coldplay in all honesty. Right. I love Coldplay in high school. That should not surprise you, Ed. I listen to a boatload of 90s um, alternative. My wife and I, like, you know, we yeah. have like, an eclectic taste music and so like 90s alternative like that's that's big i like i right? love 90s alternative oh my god so gosh. yeah give, give me all of that and i'm happy <laughs> right that just takes me back to like high school like when i used to listen to incubus or yeah anyway um <laughs> <laughs> give me I'm foo sh- fighters give me google dolls oh yeah, yeah pumpkins oh yeah you know. <laughs> yeah um wow Okay, I'm going to wrap this up because I can just imagine <laughs> I'm going to send this over and Tania's already texting me. Are you done? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I talk a lot. I, I, oh, do. Perfect. I, I apologize. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, okay, we're going to go into the unsolicited advice segment and that's where I give you some advice that you didn't ask for because that happens a lot when you get engaged. Um And so my advice for this week is, and I might have said this before, but if not, I'm going to tell you again, check a lot of the bridal shops, um, Instagram accounts before you go to try on your dresses, because some of them take pictures of you and use them for your own marketing purposes. And why, I mean, they might not tag you in the photo, But if that is the dress you're going to end up wearing later on, you probably don't want anybody to see that. So just be kind of cautious. And even if you do go to one of those um, bridal shops, if that is the type of marketing they're into, just ask them to either not take a picture of you or to hold on to the photo until after your wedding so just be cautious because i think that's the weirdest thing but i see it a lot and that concerns me so that's that now we're going to move into our wedding vendor love segment where we pay it forward and encourage you to do so as well so we're going to start out with you, Mike. What vendor do you want to shout out tonight? Well, I'm going to shout out this vendor because I'm a little biased, right? Um, I'm going to shout out my wife, Victoria. Um, Very um, nice. Victorious Event NYC. Um, but I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not just shouting her out because she's my wife. It, I'm shouting, shouting her out because she's exceptional at what she does. Oh. Um, the same passion that I have for music and for making sure that each couple goes away feeling like they had a boutique experience. She puts the same passion into her clients or our clients. You know, sometimes we do work together. Mm-hmm. Um, she, 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 I, I watch her working tirelessly um, to make sure that every couple is happy. Um, that no detail is left, you know, uh, that that no detail is ignored, you know. Doesn't matter how small or or how large the detail is. 
she she's just she's exceptional at what she does um and if you check out her ig it's at uh v it's vic event nyc i'll spell it out it's v i c events n y c um that's on instagram and her website is victorious events nyc.com um and you'll you'll see exactly what i'm talking about um check out her 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 stories on instagram and look at some of her behind the scenes footage and you'll you'll know exactly what i'm talking about she just loves what she does so so much that she puts blood sweat and tears into what she does nice oh that was so beautiful that's that's awesome (laughs) we are now officially following her on instagram yes indeed awesome Awesome. All right, Ed, go for it. Okay. I'm showing love tonight to an Atlanta-based photographer that is near and dear to myself and my co-host of Pals Photos, uh, primarily because they were the people who provided the photography and videography, videography for our engagement. And they're super reliable, very easy to work with, and are all about kind of creating and crafting what your vision of is of your big moment. And really enjoy working with them. And they're based out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. They work the Atlanta metro area and anywhere in the state. They're more than willing to travel to. And if you check out their Instagram at Pals Photos, P-A-O-S Photos, you'll get a chance to get a sample of some of their work. They have a great you know, natural style and try to capture things in a natural state. And they do fantastic work. Great turnaround on photos and the video as well and really try to capture the moment you're experiencing and allow you to tap back into it when you see their finished product so they can be reached on instagram at pals photos or at palsphotography.com and couldn't recommend them more highly awesome i am going to shout out nefficient uh based out of oregon um Basically, he's on the West Coast. Uh, his name is Jimmy. You can find him on Instagram at Officiant Jimmy. Um, seems like, and we've been following him for a little bit, but he's done like elopements, a lot of um, mountainous background or like backdrop weddings um, where it seems like it was a very intimate ceremony with you know, few family members, few friends, and just the bride and groom wanted to get married um, with a beautiful, natural um, background. And so they called up Officiant Jimmy and he delivered. So um, I am going to shout him out if you are in the need or in looking for an officiant, because some of us don't have... um, you know, like a a pastor or somebody that they know that's a licensed minister, um, you have Jimmy. So that is my vendor for tonight. But Mike, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Seriously. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. I had a wonderful, wonderful time speaking with you guys. This was such a great, great conversation. Seriously. In 2020, we're hoping to have a few kind of roundtable-based um, conversations where we have similar vendors or maybe mixture of vendors and brides or vendors and couples, depending on the topic, and just kind of going around and chatting about a particular topic. And so we'd love to have you back on to lend 
your expertise and just your knowledge about whatever we decide to discuss in the future. Sure. It would, it would be my pleasure and honor to be back. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, please tell the good people where they can find you. You can find me on uh, social media, IG. Uh, my tag is I Know Mike Music, I-K-N-O-W-M-I-K-E Music. And my website is also IKnowMikeMusic.com. And check out my IG, my stories, and my highlights. You know, you'll really get to see, I, I purposely have uploaded unedited video clips on, on, on there so that you can really get to see what Mike Music does in this element. You know, it's, I'm not just putting my, my best foot forward all the time. You know, I, I want you to see the nitty gritty. I want you to see, you know, um, when dad jumped up on the, uh, on the dance floor or when uh, cousin decided he wanted to interrupt the, uh, the, one of the introductions or whatever the case may be. And we kind of just went with it and, 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 and flowed with it. Um, so check out all of those things. And, you know, um, if you have any questions or um, an inquiry, you know, just holler at me. Hit me up in the <laughs> on, on, I, on IG or you could also fill out my contact form slash booking form on my website. Once again, it's IKnowMikeMusic.com. Perfect. Well, Ed, where can they, I guess, find you? <laughs> Okay. On Instagram, I can be found at my regular IG at Ed Koff, E-D-C-O-F-F. And for anyone interested in craft beer in the state of Georgia, if you follow me at Craft Coffee, Craft, C-R-A-F-T-C-O-F-F-I-E, uh, to see what I'm drinking, what I like, what I don't like, and where I find it. And on Twitter, if you're interested, uh, at Ed B as in Bridal Party, winning on the Twitter. And you can find me at Demitar, Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm not going to spell it. You can see it in the show notes. But um, <laughs> follow us, the podcast, at Hugh I Do Wed um, on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can email us at HughIDoWed at gmail.com or just go straight to our website, HughIDo.com and fill out our contact form there. Um, if you have any inquiries or questions, by all means, or comments rather, um, just go straight there and I will respond within likely 24, 48 hours max. So um, that's that. Thank you so much again, Mike. Hopefully we didn't take up too much of your time tonight. No, I had a wonderful time. We could have gone another three hours and I, I would have <laughs> I would have been super engaged with you guys. I, I This was a wonderful interview. I, I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Um, we will, um, I'll email you about um, when the show will air and um, I'll keep you posted with whatever we're doing in uh, 2020, but I hope you have a great night. Cool. Thank you very much guys. And, and you as well. Appreciate Thanks it. so Take much. Care. Take care guys. All right. Bye-bye.